0: I have this idea of, like, a, a genie appears before Croft and he's like, I shall grant you one wish, anything. And you're like, hmm, eliminate base from the universe. <laughs> he's
1: like, like, I, I could do world hunger or world peace. No, no. <laughs> no. Get rid of the base. Base.
0: I, I, and if that happened, I could just see like the next day these these guys would be driving by in lowered car with lowered cars with like the treble bump bumping and Croft would Be like, oh man, treble,
2: I hate treble so much. I heard your cow purring. <laughs> you are now listening to good, bad, or bullshit. Hello, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the podcast where three guys discuss topics selected at random by the Random Topic Generator. My name is Beau Schwartz, and joining me today is Crofton Steers. Crofton, hello. Hey, Beau. How you doing? Good, thank you. And also joining us is uh, Michael Hodges. Mike, hello. Uh, hello, fellows. How are you fine, gentlemen, this
1: evening? I'm pretty good. Uh, and, you know, surprisingly so, because I had my first day back at work after a couple of weeks off, and... Uh, I tell you, uh, I was pretty tired when I got home, but I'm getting a bit of a second second win now.
2: Oh, that's good! Just in time before bed. Was that
1: <laughs> was that one of those questions like where where I provided too much information? You know when <laughs> you know you know when people are like, "Hey, how are you doing?" and they just really want you to say good, but then you're like, "Well, <laughs> okay, but my nose is running and I got menstrual cramps," you know, like. So, it was a bit too much information, I think.
2: Ah, well, you know, I asked, and so whatever answer you feel like giving is fine by me, Croft. And maybe Thank it was you. a little too much. i would be polite. Um, but glad to hear that you're full of energy again. Mike, uh, you know, how about you? How are you doing? As
0: I was telling you guys before we started, I'm, I'm rather tired. I had a second wind that uh, started when I got home, and I wasted it all cleaning my basement and
2: doing laundry. Now I'm like, oh, tired. That's due to your falling off the wagon uh, on the coffee addiction side of things.
0: Well, no, it's more that I drank coffee, like, I don't know, at like three. So then I was all pepped up again. But now it's since worn off. The crash, you know. Uh, It's a problem with caffeine. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, I got to say that I'm a little bit nervous about tomorrow. Um, so I'm going in for an, I went in to see the uh, eye doctor to get a new prescription for my glasses a few weeks ago. And, um, you know, they stick that thing in your eye. They, they numb it all up and start poking in your eye. You mean they put drops in it? Well, yeah, they put these drops in the f- that I didn't realize They got home make around your eyes super yellow. So I looked like a- I went and did some other errands before going home. So like jaundice or something? <laughs> yeah, just like really yellow eyeballs. Um, I didn't wipe my face, apparently. Then I- the person didn't didn't warn me. But um, no, she referred me to an eye specialist. So that's an optometrist. And there's an ophthalmologist or something that you get referred to. Anyways. Um, ophthalmologist? Opt- maybe. I don't know. But I'm getting... Basically Basically, uh, there's a lot of pressure in my right eye, and that could be a sign of glaucoma. And And me too. I also have a lot of pressure in my right eye. Yeah. So, and it's weird because I think I have, like, noticed sometimes, like, my right eye kind of, like, goes nuts and feels weird. Like, maybe it's about to pop out of my socket. Mm. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's what that is. But now, ever since I've been waiting for this appointment, I've been, you know, you get... I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, so I'm, now that the doctor says, like, hey, there's something wrong with your eye, I'm like, oh, shit, my eye's going to explode. <laughs> um, although I'm pretty sure it won't explode. I'm kind of nervous to even just find out I have glaucoma. I just don't want things, right? So They can, um, whatever, glaucoma. My dad had glaucoma. They just they can treat it.
0: But uh, it's more that if you don't treat it, you go blind. Yeah,
2: that's what I was reading in 20, like... Um, there was don't high read perc- on the internet. No, it was on about- Wikipedia, and it was a high percentage <laughs> of... of of case the percentage of cases where people did experience blindness like a high percentage is people that didn't treat it so i'm highly motivated to go treat it basically (laughs) i'm like well i don't i don't like i like seeing anyways i'm nervous about tomorrow i I really just rather them say oh it's nothing like every other time i go in because i think i'm having a heart attack and i never am (laughs) <laughs> yeah I've been to the hospital and be like oh I don't feel well and, and it's just all in my head like they, they do all the tests the EKG and all that stuff and they're like you're fine dude go home <laughs> like, they'll hey, probably they'll, awesome.
1: they'll probably be like well good news Mr. Schwartz your vision is perfectly fine but you have cancer <laughs> <laughs> no that's horrible Also, also I'm an eye doctor and I don't know how I was able to make that judgment <laughs> eye cancer that's horrible
2: they're but like
0: if, the pressure in your eyes caused by a giant brain tumor pushing <laughs> <into your eyeball. laughs> oh there you go yeah no, you go. that
2: would all be awful so uh, fingers crossed that it's all good um because it, it is a bit of a running joke like at my old job that I was always thinking there was something wrong with me and there never is
0: well it sounds like there is if, you're, if you have glaucoma but I, like I I went to the eye doctor about a year ago just like at a cl- at a whatever glasses place that my eyes checked and the do- and the yeah. doctor there was like said the same thing you have you have high pressure in your right eye and I was like Oh, is that? Is it a problem? She's like, you might have glaucoma. And I was like, all right, well, what should I do about that? And she's like, well, you know, get a, you should get your eyes checked every year. She she spoke very poor English, <laughs> which was kind of funny. And then she just said, I'm like, well, is there anything I should be concerned about? She's like, if you experience a lot of pain in your right eye, uh, stop whatever you're doing and go to the emergency room. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <I'm> like, uh. <laughs> so that, that's basically all that she That seemed told. like that was what the plan was before the conversation. <laughs> well, <laughs> like- I, I'm also like, do I have to wait till I'm experiencing like high pain in
2: my right eye before I do anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to find out, and I'll share that information with you, Mike. All right. Shall we get started, boys?
1: I tell you, Bo, you have no right to to tell me that I provided too much information off the get-go. You guys are like, oh, we got eyes, and we're getting old, and we got glaucoma, and I mean, my calves cute. hurt, and I got a bum <laughs> hit. It was you,
0: Crofton, who said it was too, you provided too much information.
2: I'm otherwise a specimen of perfect health. No, you're uh, not. You smoke. Well, uh, yeah, but none of the complications... And you're overweight. None of the complications have taken effect. Eh, yeah, I'm <laughs> overweight, but... You
0: have, you have like
2: high risk factors for like most diseases right now. I know, yeah. but I've got strong genes. I'll you just need all to all start them.
0: drinking more.
2: No, I'm not really a drinker. Oh, that's I, do, I do need to start getting exercise, though. I have been getting out more, but uh, I need that's to step good. it up a bit. I only need to really lose like twenty pounds. I don't actually need to lose that much. Yeah, I don't need to be skinny, man.
0: No, you you should probably lose, uh, what you can look up what your BMI should be. You, there's, there's like a big range for body mass index, and it's like uh, if you have your height, it'll and your age, it'll tell you like a rough scale. Yeah. So don't just say like, oh, "I'm a big guy. I want to be big." I remember when you were skinny; you weighed like 150 pounds. I know. Yeah, but you can't chase your youth at the same time. No, no, it's not the aim's not to get back to that point. It's to find out where you should be in your body mass body mass index. And it's like it's a it's a it's a window. You know, it's not like this weight
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah Well, I think I'll. Uh, I'm not. I'm not super worried about it. it's winter time. I need all that uh, that extra layer, so I'll be warmer than you, Mike. <laughs>
1: That's maybe true. I'll put on more clothes again. I'm worried that Winter will be unkind to the random topic generator that Mike stores in his garage. Oh yeah,
2: shit. Will it seize up in there, man?
0: I wonder. Might need to get an electric start for it. This pull cord might not do it. <laughs> we should try to figure, get an electric, random topic generator or something before then.
2: Yeah. Well, I've been checking eBay for updated copies, but they're all really expensive. This one, the one that we got, was just the affordable model for us.
0: Yeah, it's pretty antiquated. All right, why don't I uh, get started right here?
2: God. Oh. <laughs> need to vent this thing better. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you keep your mouth covered, Mike. The important
0: thing. Uh, what have we got um, today? Okay, the uh, topic today is uh, condos or condominiums.
2: Condos.
1: Condos.
0: Yeah, so condos being, uh, well, I guess it, does, it I always think of high rises, but I suppose it doesn't have to be in a high rise, but essentially some type of building where there are multiple units in it. Instead of renting them, you purchase them and uh, then you own a portion of the building. And then you pay condo fees, which go to the maintenance of the overall building. Um, I think that's basically it. That's, yeah, yeah, apartments that are for sale, I guess. Kinda, except sometimes they're sort of townhouse things that are also condos. But but yeah, basically high rises. I I is, think is the most.
2: defining factor that it's shared sharing some sort of a dwelling, like structure, right? Or
0: buying a portion, a buying a portion of. I think they always come attached with the condo fees. Um, For the maintenance of, uh, you know, communal areas and things like that.
2: Okay. So, um, I don't, I've never lived in a condo. Have either of you owned, participated in the cold
1: condo thing? No, uh, no, I've never owned or or lived in a condo.
0: I have have not either. Andrea's brother owned a condo in Toronto, which of course is condo land and gone condo
2: crazy. you, You see them all when you get off the train going to Toronto.
0: Yeah there's there's so many and they're still building them more. They're building a lot in Ottawa too. It's uh, uh I guess was or has been fairly lucrative. They're
2: coming up but, everywhere, yeah.
0: Yeah, and and he I think he did all right on it in terms of an investment. This was quite a few years ago. He sold since sold it and has a different type of, of uh house now. But um but Andrew'd stayed with him and she said it was like it was nice. I don't know how big it was, but it's like you're up high and it was like you had a nice view of the CN Tower and it was like nice way to live downtown. So I mean, there's, it's a it's a good way to in to to provide housing that's intense. Like uh, it's always an issue with cities as sprawl. high density. You mean right? Yeah. So the so that instead of just sprawling, making these like um, you know uh, affordable type housing that people have that just. Or two stories, or something, and, and take up so much space. You build a big high rise, and you can get hundreds of people living in in the footprint of which would would only fit like you know three or four families if it was in the suburbs, say. So it's it's much more efficient, right? So question is: Do you would you would you guys want to live in a condo?
1: Well. I, I think it depends. Like, it would depend on a lot of things. Like, just the fact that a dwelling is considered a condo wouldn't necessarily put me off from wanting to live there. Uh, and, and I live in a city, as you guys do, that is re- relatively low rise city. Yeah, there are condo houses, uh, condo buildings shooting up left and right. Uh, but at the same point, overall, when you look at the entire livable area and you compare it to other cities, I would say that we're a fairly low. Low city in the process of densifying, and therefore um, we have we have sort of a concrete option where we can be like, "Oh, we want to live if I want to live downtown I'm, i don 't necessarily have to live in a condo uh, where where um, in some of the high rise cities where where downtown and downtown areas are considered are full up of of skyscrapers. I think the your options for not living in a condo, uh, i.e. in a in a in a skyscraper with um, communal uh, living costs and that sort of thing, would be very would be very difficult.
0: I think it's also in in a way it's why would you buy a condo if you could just rent uh, an apartment? Because the the thing that I don't understand about it is. Is it, or what I like about the concept of, say, buying a house is that you buy it and then you pay down your mortgage at some point, and then the only uh, payment you have left at that point is taxes and you know utility costs. But if you live in a condominium, you might pay off that condo, and then you still have to pay your utilities and taxes like everyone else. But then you also have to pay condo fees forever, and that is just basically like rent. So I I don't know. I mean, I haven't done the math and sat down on like. If you just paid rent your entire life versus if you paid off a condo and then paid condo fees and taxes forever, what that balance is, but it seems I don't know. I just don't like things where you have where you have monthly payments forever.
1: No, I, I, and I can see that for sure. But it is still a sense of it's a sense of ownership. Your, your condo could accrue value, much like a house could, even though you always have to pay those fees. Those fees vary greatly. But <clears throat> when you get into the whole aspect of condo fees, we get back to almost the the uh, a microcosm of the conversation we had on taxation, which is that you are paying for uh, towards, um, uh, you know, communal. uh, communal costs uh, for the the building and and you can be involved in that, join the condo board and that sort of thing. Uh, I think it's not necessarily for me personally right now at this stage of my life, but I definitely can see the value there and I don't begrudge the existence of uh, condo fees necessarily. But I I don't want to pay them right now because I feel I can take care of my – my own property, and in in and I can I can get a lot done. But some some people feel that you know that they would need that added that added security. And when when you're sharing one building, in particular, costs like roofing and ve- ventilation and all that become uh, much more complicated than when you just have one set individual house or even a row house.
2: Yeah, I, I would say <laughs> like um, you know because condos and apartments like we I think we say condos we often think like okay. Um, uh, you know, big building full of units, right? As, and and I think that the appeal for forgetting the ownership question for a second, like leaving that out, like what's the appeal of living in an apartment complex? I think it has to do with access. Um, so, you know, in the case of rent, affordability might be the issue versus owning. But in general, I think that you would select, um, you know, a unit, if in the same area, a house versus a condo, the condo, is probably the cheaper alternative uh, from a price tag perspective. And it allows you to live in an area with access to culture, uh, shopping and vendors. Um, you know, as a person, for example, that doesn't own or drive a vehicle, um, these are definitely considerations when selecting a place, uh, the fact that it's close to bus lines, the fact that the travel time's not too bad. Um, so, you know, if you, either, if you want a single dwelling unit, Um, in the city you're going to pay a hefty price tag or very hefty rent um, or you're going to be farther out in the city and you're going to have to commute and so you own a car and you'll have gas expenses and so um, some of the appeal or advantage at least to again forgetting the price question for a second of of, to me of an apartment is you're saying well uh, you know i don't have my own yard and i don't have my own space in exchange for an area that's very accessible to A lot of things that i need uh, in inside a city and so so the condo thing presents the option of ownership to people who would select a building to live in as their choice um because at the end of the day even though i think you're still paying condo fees uh the ownership thing is still there as crofton mentioned you can um you know it will increase in value it will be worth something and um you know arguably i think there's a question of Uh, Some people are willing to pay those expenses for that kind of access and that kind of living. And my sense, too, is that hopefully, and I don't know because I haven't seen too many condos, but generally condos um, are a lot better quality wise, uh, you know, in terms of of like the the living thing, the things that you have access to. You have your own washer and dryer in the apartment building I'm in. I got to use communal washer and dryer. Uh, things like that probably function a lot better in a, com- in a in a in a condo community versus an apartment, so taking the plunge for example to tomorrow, I said, Well, I like living in buildings, but I just want to own one. I probably get a, a pretty big quality of life upgrade uh, for the apartment living type so um, that 's my analysis of like why I would want to buy a condo or why someone would prefer a condo as opposed to a house.
0: I think that there 's also sort of a um People, uh, you said they're maybe more affordable when you want to live centrally, and I think I I would question that is is whether or not that's truly valid. Um, Because and 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 off when you think about it at base, it's it's true because you'll see condo signs and they'll be like down down condos, you know, from mid two hundred fifty thousands, say in uh, Ottawa, for instance, up and up or whatever. And then, and then you're like, okay, you know, that's pretty affordable. If you wanted to buy a house downtown, uh, say in my neighborhood, would try du- try doubling that for sure to start, and then end up from there. Right? So you're like, wow, okay, yeah, you know, it's much more affordable by condo. But it's sort of also you got to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges, as it were, because things like like what are you paying for? Because a lot of a lot of condos, the, the small ones um, are tiny. So you might be like. Uh, less than 500 square feet or something like that it might cost you $300,000 and a house in the same neighborhood, maybe that maybe that might cost you uh, $800,000 and you're like, wow, that's so much more, but maybe it's a 3,000 square foot house, which is the case in, say, my neighborhood, a house that big would cost that much, but it's actually a lot more space. Now, you know, there's a, one can one person or one family for that versus the other thing, Um but it's just that if you compare, say, per square foot price, I bet you most houses are at least as affordable as uh, as condominium.
1: Yeah, but uh, that that's always that's almost always true. The bigger you get in house, like a bigger house per square foot is probably cheaper than a smaller uh, a smaller house. It's just as there are less people that can afford it and that sort of thing. Uh, um, I I do I do think that the condos um, as as an option are are a valid option. Like I, you know, you have your house, and I recognize that the city I live in again is somewhat exceptional. Uh, whereas I, I don't, I'm not necessarily at my price range forced forced into a condo. Um, but I I understand how they're a valid option. But I definitely one thing that frustrates me that I see around is is people buying condos as income properties. And and in Vancouver, one of the big things is that it's people who who don't even live in the the country. They'll, um, there's a huge market where where uh, in Hong Kong and and uh, other parts of China, people will buy uh condos in vancouver just just and they will either they'll either rent them out or that they will sit vacant and and i find that that ends up artificially uh screwing with the housing markets in in areas and right now we're in sort of i think people are smartening up to it and the condo bubble is kind of bursting a little bit at least in our in our area but uh but while condos in theory, I'm, I'm okay with, I don't like this sort of practice that I'm seeing. And that's leading to an oversaturation of condos, I think, cause they're always, they always think that they're, they're going to sell them even if nobody's living in them.
0: Well, and the, I think that also from, if you're a developer, it's, it's uh, like like I would blame blame developers more than I would say overseas people. The Vancouver example is a good and interesting one, but I think it's fairly it, it's 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 specific that issue is specific to Vancouver and the issue of Hong Kong and being taken over by China. Because yeah, for sure the the housing prices got ballooned there because of that weird. I think Toronto is an example of just too many condos where they've seen prices fall now in condos because it's just oversaturation. I know people do buy them for investment properties but I, being someone who owns some investment properties, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I would not do that. It doesn't make sense because the price versus what you'd have to rent them for and the size, like if you look at apartments for rent, any new build condos are renting for like… Two thousand a month and up for like a one bedroom or 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 somewhere thereabouts, and you're like, wow, you could rent, you can rent a nice two bedroom in an old house or or even newer house <laughs> for for less than that. But I think that going back to like the, the developers, for them, it makes the most money. Like in and again, you know, we we live in Ottawa. I know a little bit more about this city, but there hasn't been an apartment building with with apartments built in. A, I, I I'm going to say this wrong it 's at least ten years, and I think it 's more like twenty years some in crazy number where there 's been no apartment buildings built because at some point people who build these big buildings realize there 's just a lot faster money turnaround in condos so if you build an apartment building, uh, it takes you a long time to get your money back through rent through rentals right uh, and so uh, developers want quick turnarounds and investors want quick payoffs so uh, hence condos and that's why there's just no apartment buildings. And the problem with that is that the the rental market hasn't grown in this city forever. So if you if you wanna choose to live in a newer apartment, it's almost impossible. The only apartments in high rises are twenty, thirty years old unless you're buying someone's or renting someone's condo that they bought for an investment, which is not the same as say an apartment building. So I think it's a shift in developers wanting quicker turnarounds on money.
2: Which you're saying as as a result is is causing, um, like you know, the rent in those particular places to be a lot higher than the old buildings, so to speak, right? Because
0: well, and they're not, they're, there's no other new ones coming up. No one's building new uh, rental buildings. Like they're all just condos because it's quick turnaround for money. And then the, and then because the rentals that come up in those condo buildings are individual owners, they have to charge. Premium to make it worth their while for their personal investment of buying one of these one of these condos, so the, the prices tend to be higher.
1: Yeah, it's, no, it, it's, it's I've I've heard about this uh, as well, and and I definitely understand the correlation. Bo was making earlier vis a vis like apartment building. Uh, living and condo living and how it's like essentially a fancier version of that because you might have a really good landlord, but for the most part, your landlord's not going to care as much about, you know, having a nice kitchen or having a, a, you know, fancy environment um, as much as you would if it's your own, if your own place. I feel like I have to really extract myself from the city in which I live in, and I mentioned it a couple of times on this because I really feel that living in a small market city, I have as, I have a small like my even though I'm seeing condos pop out, pop around all over the place, and I'm thinking, oh condos, oh they frustrate me so much. I just think, and they frustrate me to be clear because I live in a single detached home they 're often extremely tall, uh, you know cast shadows so, sometimes they they line the streets um, uh, and, and create wind tunnels or or, or uh, nice houses or or hair in the case near my house there 's an old monastery that 's being converted into a crazy amount of condos uh, and and so it makes me kind of seeing all this makes me makes me resentful, but at the same time. Can I rail against the concept of con- condos writ large or or really uh, is it just not a taste that fits me but it, but one that is valid uh, and would suit maybe – like my, my aunt and uncle just moved into a condo in Oakville outside of Toronto because they've reached an age where they were no longer able to take care of their, their house and it's a condo with assisted living. They're both – one's in their seventies, the other's in their eighties. And so for them, it fits, it fits their lifestyle. And, and I know, uh, my, my manager at work is a single lady living by her, living by herself in a, and she feels comfortable with a condo. She feels safe there up, you know, up high. And she feels like that a, a lot of the, the handy projects or anything like that are covered in a way that makes her comfortable. So, you know, our condos and I'm struggling with this honestly, like because when when you drew the topic out of the random topic generator, after thinking, wow, condos. I used to think when I was a kid I would get confused between condoms and condos, till uh, until I realized. And whenever somebody said condos, I would giggle like a schoolgirl until I until I understood. I think my dad finally said, "Crofton, they're just apartments you buy." And for whatever reason, that stuck that stuck in my head. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with this one because I have what I what my gut reaction makes me want to say and I have what my brain is kind of t- telling me to say.
2: Well, I'm having a hard time also because you talk about it writ large, but they seem to come with their share of problems. Certainly uh, in your situation, Crofton, as a homeowner, you hate to see them going up in your neighborhood, right? You're just like, wow, fuck, this ugly wart blight on the land is coming up in – to my area and that happens to a lot of people and i got to say that i think it's perfectly justified to be irritated about um, that kind of thing i don't know if you said you were irritated but i'm irritated for you because you know <laughs> thank you both yeah when you when you you know you buy a house you, you pay a certain amount for it, it was under a certain set of parameters and some jackass is going to go put up a, a big pile of crap so that there can be more living like you know i, I just um i think things are very city dependent But I think in all cases that, uh, you know, it's like, it's a necessity if you want to increase density, you know, from a city planning perspective, you just, you know, it, it, I think it probably produces pros and cons from a city planning perspective. Like, yes, it uh, increases the load on, you know, um, uh, on electricity, on uh, sewage, on garbage disposal stuff. Um, so it increased probably costs uh, of that sector of the city. Like you, you don't just put up a condo and that's the end of it. It's actually there's a lot of, you know, if, if in a whole neighborhood that's just single dwelling units all of a sudden becomes a bunch of condos, that has an impact on the city. Um, however, there... it, it can be good for businesses. You know, it can, be, it can produce positive effects as well as negative effects. And I'm trying to grok whether or not uh you know overall it's just like a crappy thing i mean there's condos everywhere so i guess it's not so bad that we can't have them they haven't been out a lot uh i don't know do you have anything to add to that uh, mike in terms of well there's there's
0: so much to be said that's positive about intensifying in cities and i mean saying they're uh, they're ugly i think a lot of them are quite nice and and i sort of like when a city gets a bit of height to it We, we live in one that's not that high but it's going to be more high rises all the time because of condos primarily uh and i find like I, I i like when i visit a city uh like toronto has a lot of high buildings in it i went to chicago last year i uh, was really great city where you just this vertical city i really i really enjoy it and it has its downfalls but if you think about efficiency of space um it's uh it's it's way more efficient there's so much more close Close by, and I and I bet uh, I don't know too much about this, but I'm sure that like um, things like transportation. If you ha- if you have more people living centrally, they have to they need transportation less. It's easier to use public transportation. And I know that a lot of the way city planning is uh, is done is is like for example around like transit lines, um, there will they will increase the zoning and height zoning of buildings because. Uh, if you have a big transit way like a subway or something like that, then it makes sense to have a bunch of tall buildings so that people can just get onto these public transportation things rather than say like highways or things like that. So um, they're 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 kind of necessary. So if you're gonna do, if you're gonna build something like a subway, you need it to be fed by people who all live around it. Whereas if you just had sprawly houses, you'd have to take a bus to get to the subway type of thing. So. Like we require you know intensification in in all cities as there 's more and more people and costs of uh, cost of transportation go up I think there 's also uh, an environmental benefit for people living more densely uh, in cities just the, just the commuting and probably probably just energy costs of heating it 's probably more efficient to have all these people packed in one big building than all of them in their individual homes but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'm finding this one quite quite difficult
1: to to, to judge where I stand on it as well, and uh, it. it- <clears throat> Just to touch on the point you made, Bo, about the infrastructure, I think in the development of these buildings, they really have to assess that sort of thing. It's a good point. They have to look at sewer sewer capacity. You know, uh, the the burden that that it's going to add on existing infrastructure if new infrastructure needs to be created, and you know, proper city planning is going to take into all the account all these things and where there should be condo buildings and where there shouldn't be. There, there's you know, there's concerns, I guess, in every city with regards to big corporations skirting the rules to get to get large buildings and in, in, in places they might not need to be. But does that really change how I feel about living or, or or living in a condo or about condos in general? Not not really. Like it's more the how business is done sort of issue that I have I have with it. Uh, I think I'm ready to like. I mean, it's tough. It's tough because I have different feelings about this. But I think I'm ready to bring on the verdicts. If you fellows are
2: okay, let's do it, Mike. You got anything you want to say before it's verdict time?
0: Um, anything else about condos? Uh, no. You know what? I'm ready to give a verdict.
1: Hey, we can we can talk in our verdicts or whatever what we think about it. I'll th- I'll start I'll start right off and because I I, I I realize I'm going to end up hitting the same beats over and over and every everybody's made good points about good points about condos. Um, and it, again, this is one of those ones when classifying, I can't, I can't say, you know, condos are, are, are a bad thing, uh, per se. For me it's really between are they good or are they just bullshit really? Um, and, and, uh, and, and I think that like, because of the different types of condos, because of the fact that that you know, I use the example of my aunt and uncle, but there 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 are condos uh, for, for all different people in all different stages in life. Some offer the residence type feel that you would in college, you'd have in college, uh, allow allowing maybe single or young people to be to you know to be close together and form form sort of small communities. Condo buildings can really be about communities, and I know I know uh, the the lady I mentioned uh, who's uh, at my work, who's involved in her condo board and that sort of thing very heavily. It's it's a huge it's a huge addition to addition to her her uh, her day to day, and it sounds you know it sounds really interesting. Um, what, you know the 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 effort and energy she's put into it, and and the social aspect of it as well. So because condos can offer all that. The fact that I personally find them annoying to my current lifestyle of having a single detached family home and 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 being fortunate enough to have that and and because I find them annoying um, in, in 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 the way that I wouldn't want to pay the condo fee my myself um, uh, and uh, that I have you know issues with with living in, in in condos in general doesn't change the fact that I think. Overall overall condos are condominiums are a good thing.
2: I thought you were gonna say that they were bullshit because you didn't like the fees and find them annoying. I thought yeah. you were gonna say that
1: too. I uh well I'm 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 sorry that I uh that I uh it was, it, I don't like being surprising and when I, <laughs> in, in my verdict. I I like I like what I'm saying to sort of I no, not know, it makes the, sense. I just you- it it's hard. My gut, my gut still wants to be like, "Oh god, Condos bullshit, bullshit," you know? But but I I have to think. Sometimes you have to think beyond beyond yourself. Sometimes I do that for Verdicts, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I will literally uh just say, "My gut says this, so that's what I'm going to say." But in this in in this case, it's just I know of too many good things, too many people that have had good experiences with Condos. It's hard for me to you're yeah going.
2: well well i'm I'm gonna just uh make it easy on you crofton i'm just gonna say condo fees make <laughs> make the fact that make the fact of condos bullshit i um, you know when i sit and think about uh because i'm a renter but i do think about buying a place and um every time condos comes up as an option it's condo fees and i'm like Barr condo fees so stupid i hate condo fees i don't care there's probably a good rational explanation for them or a good defense or a good whatever but um i know that i find it just on principle the expenditure uh of condo fees to be just stupid and it's funny because i pay rent and there are many who would argue that i'm quite stupid for renting and not owning a place by now but um you know that's a that's an expense decision based on also my flexibility of living i'm not committed to a place i don't have to sell it if i want to move um, there's advantages to renting that owning doesn't provide you. And so to me, Crofton is the worst, uh, Crofton condominiums are the worst of the options. Damn you, Bo. <laughs> You're not the worst of the, my options, Crofton. You're one of the best, but, um, uh, not in an intimate kind of way. Um, but <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, uh, because of the condo fees, I have to go with the fact that they're bullshit. I'm also irritated for you, uh, that a condo is going up in your area. I know if I bought a house and a condo is going up, I'd want to blow it up. <laughs> I wouldn't want to blow it up, and it, it might not make uh,
0: sense, all the positive things I said about intensification, but I'm going to say that um, condos are bad.
1: Whoa, color color me surprised, bad. Yeah.
0: Color me bad. Yeah, I color think me color me bad. And, <laughs> and um, you know, I was struggling a bit with this one because I strongly believe in intensification, and I think that I, and I have no problem with high-rises going up. I just think that um I just think that it's developers looking for a quick buck um not thinking about the broader community, not offering things like affordable housing uh rent rental market is not increasing in a way that it should be because though people you you were kind of crapping on yourself about rent, renting uh and though I am a a homeowner and have said a lot of positive things about homewinding. There's a big case to be made about renting. And I know some people have rented their entire life and wouldn't even consider buying. I feel like condos are the worst of both worlds, which you were sort of touching on, uh, Bo. Because you – so. and I forgot about this, but things like the condo board. I uh, have heard people who have felt like they've been held hostage by their condo board. um, Because basically – as the condo board decides something, they can make bylaws and things about the condos and if you don't agree with them and the majority wants it to happen, it will happen. So uh and and then but but if like it's like so you're you're kinda Pull along with this group of people, and so that's annoying. And then, but if you're renting, you're not going to have that those types of constraints. You go into it knowing this is a rental. I'm going to have my little apartment and do whatever I want in it. Blah blah blah. Um, And and then you can just be like, all right, I give my notice. If if it's a rental, it's easy to move to a different place. But if you, yeah, just like oh, yeah, if you you own
2: new policy decision, fuck no, I'm out of here. But if you
0: own that condo, you've invested a lot of money into it, and then selling it, you know, we hopefully will get it back, but condo market has has not wow. been as sure as other
2: real estate markets so if, if it's too early after purchase and you have a mortgage, your chances are less because you've just paid yeah interest, and and right? though
0: condo fees um you know I think that you could make the argument that if you're a homeowner you have to pay for maintenance of your home and it comes it ebbs and flows uh condo fees are just a way of leveling that out, but I think you also don't necessarily have control over the 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 cost of condo fees, and I've heard uh, things where people buy new build condos, and in the first five years, the condo fees will like triple, and and that's uh, a kick in the butt when you've when you've made your finances around something, and again, the condo board might require it, and you don't necessarily have a say in what the money's spent on or how it's spent. And I would just find that endlessly frustrating. So for many reasons, I think that, yeah, they're full-on bad. Though I really want to make it clear that I'm for high-rises in downtown and for intensification. I just think there should be maybe more commercial going into high-rise and definitely more rentals in high-rise. And I mean like full rental buildings, not like individuals buying a
2: condo and renting it out. So, yeah, bad. There you go. All right. So uh, we got all three verdicts in. Oh, what was Um, yours
1: again? Bullshit, was (laughs) it?
2: It was bullshit. Yeah, uh, we've got split. the trifecta.
1: Yeah, no. I haven't it's had them yeah. in a while.
2: I feel like I've, I've crafted, I crafted, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. But I feel like there's a part of you that's a little bit like still
1: on the fence. Actually, Mike's argument put me more in the good column. Uh, and I want, I want, <laughs> I hate Mike so no, <laughs> much. At, at one point, I wanted to interrupt him and be like, "Well, no, there's this, and there's this, and there's this," and I, I, I have some strong disagreements there. But at the same point that it was his verdict time you know i had my verdict time and i i was I, I wasn't yeah, okay. i wasn't going ju- to jump in and be like oh this is this is but no after after thinking about it, hearing both of you guys i'm definitely Definitely more on on the good side of things. I do agree with Mike about densification and in, in, inten, intensification and stuff as well. So and, and, uh, even,
0: and even the argument, like you were talking about, you have relatives and they've downsized to a condo. My grandparents did the same thing, except instead of a condo, they just sold their house and rented, and it was it was. Again, much more stress-free. They didn't have to have their money held up in a piece of real estate. Their money was free. They just they, – they, they picked a price that they were comfortable paying every month. And so I feel like rental is almost
1: an easier thing in that
0: transition. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, no – i find I found that a lot of your anecdotes were like were just that they were anecdotes oh held hostage by the condo board and all this I could come you know you come up with anecdotes the other way around, and essentially the condo board you can participate in as 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 member of the board it 's the same as like if you don 't like the government that's in power right now they 're making decisions they 're making decisions for you it's like it's, you know, it's a form of taxation. It's your local, very local taxation. As taxation is good, I, I don't have a huge issue with with. Paying communal fees for a building that that you're living in, I definitely understand. There can be horror stories, for sure. I've heard them too, but I just don't think it's enough to paint with the wide brush. All you don't, you don't you don't
0: own back. the you don't necessarily own the government. This is something you're making a personal investment in, and then when it goes up, anyways, we shouldn't rehash it. But <laughs>
1: but no no I do no, But yeah no. But Bo's Bo's question to me was that do I feel in my gut that I I, I want to rail against it in in a certain in a certain extent yes but like I definitely listened to you guys I was like oh no it's sort of like I, I definitely I understand your points of view I have a, I have a different, different one uh, on condos but I would like to be it, it made clear that I have no interest and maybe that says something right there I have no interest in living in a condo
0: yeah you think they're so good why don't you
1: marry a condo <laughs> well I would marry one maybe <laughs> but I wouldn't live together you know Okay, it'd
2: be a yeah. long-distance marriage. All right. Well, we've given our verdicts, and I'm going to put a bow on it there. Okay. And with that, I'm going to check Bo's the mail. putting bag. a bow? Okay. He does. So the, the bird flapping is cutting you off, Croft. I'm sorry about that. I
1: said Bo's putting a bow on That's... it, pun intended. Mike's favorite <laughs> form of humor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys are getting personal. All right, we've got an email from Richard. The Same Richard Richards. we know. Uh, <laughs> second one. Yeah, so he sent us another one Play. pretty soon right. after, actually, we got the first one. So he's got some more to say. Uh, hey, hey guys. I like, he says, I like this one. Um, uh, so the subject line was children. So he's referring to the children <laughs> one. I like this one and I've heard my bro talking about the happiness thing you heard about on the CBC. Uh, notably, he put on the CBC. I'd just like to point that out. <laughs> on CBC I is think fine. I think I you could say that. Um, That's nothing
0: wrong with on the CBC.
2: <laughs> okay, isn't like eating at the uh, eating at. No, no, the it's on.
0: It's uh, on the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah,
2: okay. well, right, does all right, make fine, Well whatever. I, Don't it criticize. It. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm definitely at an age where most of my friends have children. So there's added, So there's that added. You should do it. Pressure that fills the air. My take is a bit different on kids. I wouldn't want kids for the sake of having kids. Be it having a mini slave, life fulfillment, someone to take care of me. I would want kids with a woman that I'm so in love with that I would want kids with her. So my thoughts on children would change depending on the relationship I'm in. I'm not sure if anyone touched on that point. Um, Okay. Uh, I did like the talk about the gene passing and how you you never know what your child will become, you, your partner, or neither. It's interesting as we look at each other and our parents. Traditionally, I've heard that boys take more from their mom and girls their dad, but it's never a straight rule. Vanity comes at play uh, with children as we want many versions of ourselves living with us. Did anyone mention the movie Idiocracy? It's an interesting take on the ethical choice of having kids. Less population. It's not the right time or environmentally friendly. Anyway, good topic, Richard. So um, I guess this really resonated with Richard. I know it's something that uh, I think all, all four of us not having kids yet it's just kind of a question of what are we waiting for when are we going to do it if we're going to do it it's it's I, almost uh, interesting to hear him say that because being his his brother i was he, he was always pretty
0: clear that i don't want kids and uh and i remember i used to be of the opinion of no no kids and um though i am with with a woman who i who i would love to have kids with if that if that happens for us but um uh, i remember my dad saying i want grandkids and we were both like, "Well, you should have had more kids yourself, then." And, and he was not, he, was, <laughs> he, was not
2: happy he can make his own yeah, grandkids, well, he right? Yeah. Should, he, well, he should at least <laughs> have five
0: kids to ensure that he had grandkids. Because my brother used to be pretty hardline on the no kids, but it seems like he softened a bit in his old age. Maybe it's a way of that, you know, when you you feel your own mortality, that you, know, if you have a kid, it's a way of kind of like carrying on.
2: Well. Yeah, it just makes life more more interesting and beautiful. Like it's just another aspect of your yeah. life that you had to. But I'm I'm still the opinion that it has to happen at, by accident. <laughs> <for me>. Like <laughs> I've got to find someone I've got the real hots for, and we do it, and then we didn't use protection, and then boom. Oh, That's a good a way to raise a child. Yeah, I just feel like if you if you it's the overthinking. Like if you overthink something, it's like
1: God damn it, I want to get a word in here. Wedgewise. You've had plenty oh, of oh, words he, today, Cross. cut <laughs> me off left and right. I want to say thank you to Richard for sending us a second, well thought out email. Uh, and uh, and and it's funny because yeah, Richard, I have spoken to before, and he he and I are on the. Oh, one thing I will say is is as much as I'm pro kids, I'm getting sick of people on Facebook with kids. And yeah, uh, he hates that. He quit it, Facebook for that he, reason. Yeah, I know, and I totally, oh, I wow. totally understand it. Now I use Facebook more for dedicated groups like we have our good bad bullshit page which i like and and our and our nerd page which i also like um but uh, but but i do agree with a, a a lot of the a lot of the points he's making i think having kids just to have kids sometimes is not the healthiest is not the healthiest choice and and having kids because uh, you're you're in a good spot personally and you're in a good spot with your significant other and and all that i think that's that's a positive way uh, to lo- To look at things it 's not saying i 'm against something or i 'm for something it 's saying you know when the, if, if this if my life is in the right place and the situation is right then i 'm for it otherwise
2: yeah, but if the clocks start running out on you like you start to hit you know your forties or fifties, I think you Crofton, and you better just start banging. So you get a kid, you know, if that's what you really want, you know. You because then you're gonna be in a rush. It's like
1: procrastinating. You're just like,
2: shit, I better have a kid. I gotta get him done by tomorrow. And then
1: I I <laughs> We can have kids whenever we want. We you know, well, they always make the joke well, that people yeah. spend
0: their like their twenties and teens trying not to have children, and Actually. then their
1: thirties and forties trying
0: to have children because it becomes a lot harder.
2: Actually, um, Crofton. Even though biologically you can have kids whenever you want, I'll remind you both that you're married, and so you can't have kids whenever you want. You do have a clock, in if you know, honoring the sanctity of your marriage. That's true. So, that's
1: that's yeah. true, both. Thanks for that.
2: Uh, see, so yeah, and so I would say, Richard, um, don't quit Facebook because when I see your news update sometimes, and it's uh, Richard Hodgins, dude, doing awesome things on his boat. Or yeah, I places. Exactly like, like I see, I yeah, I have those people. It's like oh, they have kids, and that's great too. No judging. And then Richard stuff comes up, or I have another. Um, well, he's not single; he's actually married, but they don't have kids. Uh, F- Frank and my friend Fufu and, in Korea, and he's doing photography, and they're always doing these awesome things because they don't have kids, so they're doing awesome things. And that's usually the trade-off with kids. That's why you kind of don't want them, because I'm like. You have responsibilities, hard to do all that stuff and take care and raise your kids, I think. Although there are some people who manage to do that. So I don't know if that's an excuse sometimes rather than uh, an actual thing. But, you know, anyways, you have awesome pictures on Facebook, Richard. I want to thank you for your email, Richard. Uh, it's a good one. And, um, you know, I think all four of us have a, are definitely in the hesitation side of the bandwagon when it comes to kids, you know. I have a lot of respect for my parents in that sense, having me at the 18, it's pretty rock and roll. And uh, there's something to be said about uh, just diving in and going for it. Okay. Um, so that's our mail for this week. Um, I guess what I'll do is I'll let you guys know where you can find us on the internet next, and uh, that's pretty much if you go to gbbpodcast.com That's the acronym for Good Bad or Bullshit Podcast dot com. You'll find all that you need to find about our show. You'll find our um, email address, and if you want to send us your uh, thoughts in writing or you want to record a voice memo and send it to us, you can email us at goodbadbs at gmail dot com. Uh, as well, we have a Twitter account. You can follow us. At Good Bad Bull. We don't keep anything consistent here. It's always a little different, but it's all on the site. So all you got to do is remember the site. Um, the last thing is I've included a um, way to subscribe to our show via email. So if all that stuff doesn't work for you, we have links to iTunes, links to the RSS feed. You'd rather just get a notification in your email. You can do that on our site as well. So again, that's gbbpodcast.com. All right, boys, we're about to take it out. Crofton, where can these fine listeners find you on the internet?
1: Fine listeners can find me on Twitter, although I have been tweeting lately. Maybe I'll tweet about how if you wear a condominium on, you won't have any kids uh, or something <laughs> along those lines. I'll work on it. At right. Crofton Steers. Well, what's the at address? Crofton Steers. Yes.
2: I will say Rob Ford has brought you back to Twitter. true. I noticed, yeah. Um, and Mike, uh, where can these fine listeners follow? Uh, you?
0: They can uh, follow me to the grocery store where I would be purchasing food.
2: <laughs> All right, and you can find me on Twitter at Bo Schwartz. And that about wraps it up. Uh, Crofton, take us out of here.
1: Yeah. What's the to sing?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it it impressive. Right, it good it here. enough.
1: Bye. <laughs> Bye. Huh?
2: officially changed race that summer